next hour or four or half to the Nigel Pry Show, the happy sound of music. Competitions, spilt coffee out hot all over the strip. Underneath, a new slash urgent can't make it out music competition said that. Special guest can't read, coffee stain and all around excitement. Voice over headphones, slow down, get that every week, don't know why. First request, dropped it. Second request, smudged. Here's a jingle. No, there isn't traffic news, not yet. You're listening to... My channel. No, you're not. No, it's Nigel. <laughs> Nigel Pry, happy sound, the happy sound, the happy face, the sticky trousers, the happy sound of Nigel Pry adjusting the turntable, lock up the cubicle, arms waving, head shaking, easy job. Let me just join these wires. Big flash, pain in arm. <laughs> Loud bang, happy sound, all gone dark, Nigel Pry. <laughs> well, thank you, Nigel, who today made it a record 45 seconds into his show before electrocuting himself as usual. <laughs> OK, and with Nigel Pry nicely smouldering in the corner, it's time once again to play radioactive wordplay jackpot. Very simple. I give you a letter of the alphabet, and you have to give me, beginning with that letter, a record, a joke, a flower, colour, capital city, river, and a category of neurological disorder. <laughs> so let's start straight away by dialing up Jack of Finchley. Hello, Jack. Hello. Hello there, Jack. It's your lucky day. Your chance to take a spin. See if you win on the Wordplay Jackpot. Who is that? It's Mike Flex and Radioactive. Oh, yeah. Phoning you up to play Wordplay Jackpot. Yes, indeed. Well, let's get straight in. £20 to be won. Are you nervous, Jack? Uh, a little, yeah. A little nervous. Well, let's just keep our fingers crossed for Jack. Right. Well, you know the rules. No. So let's get straight on <laughs> with today's letter. Uh, I don't know the rules, actually. Which is Z. So 15 seconds on the letter Z, starting from now. Uh, hello? I don't know the rules. Hello, are you there? I'm not allowed to help you, Jack. Look, can you tell me what I'm supposed to do? Got five seconds left. Hello? Two seconds left. No, is there someone else I could talk One to? One second. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Bad luck, Jack. Well, anyway, very close. We just failed to make it in time. Do you enjoy playing it anyway? No. That's good. Well, thanks very much, Jack. <laughs> Let's try someone else, and it's Susan. No, it's Sarah. Oh, I'm sorry, Sarah. Right, you know the rules. No. And you've heard the letter. No. So off you go, Susan. Are you still there? I don't think you're going to get it. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Crying's not going to help, Susan. <laughs> just have a guess. No. 1925? <laughs> no. Oh, Nigel Pry! No, no, absolutely hopeless, Susan. Sorry. Oh, dear, I don't think you had any idea, really, did you? No. Oh, dear, so it was rather a waste of time talking to you, wasn't it? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, Susan, never mind. Uh, anyone you'd like to say hello to? Oh, yes. That's marvellous. And that's all we've got time for. <laughs> On Wordplay Jackpot, which is still to be won after four years and now stands at £850,000. Well, uh, over the past few weeks, our own Anna Dapter has been inviting you to lose weight by joining her on her high-protein diet. That's right, Mike. And one of the important things I've been asking you to do is to keep a daily diary in which you put down everything that you eat and drink. That way, you can honestly see if you're keeping to your diet. Well, perhaps you'd like to read us a typical day from your own diet diary, Anna. Certainly, Mike. How about uh, last Thursday? OK, Mike. A piece of grapefruit. That burns up the fat, Mike. Half a cup of black coffee, decaffeinated. Half an ounce of bran, necessary fibre. A teaspoon of yoghurt, no real calories there. A small gin and tonic. 
a small gin and tonic. Yes, you're allowed one drink, Mike. Slimline tonic, of course. Of course. A boiled egg. A piece of toast, no butter. One ounce of cottage cheese. A gin and tonic. <laughs> Another. Yes, a little slip. But it's important to be honest in your diary, Mike. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. A piece of toast with butter. A sausage roll. <laughs> a large gin and tonic. <laughs> a bowl of cornflakes. Bacon, eggs and chips. <laughs> and a pint of lager. So that's it, is it? And uh... a chocolate gatto. So that's it, is it, Anna? Well, no, it goes on a little longer, but the writing gets a little illegible. So the total calorie intake, Anna? The total calorie intake is uh, two, three, four... Uh, 125,000, Mike. Um, that's slightly too high, isn't it, Anna? No, that is, in fact, the exact number of calories I should consume. In a day? Uh, in a year, Mike. Radio Well, over the past few well, months... Well, thank you, Mike. I'll take over now. Nigel Pry, up and about again, ready for action, and raring to go, bursting with energy and fit for fun, full of life, full of beans, full of pop, full of fizz, in the mood, on form, feeling hot, feeling cold, feeling groggy, falling over and passing out again. <laughs> now it's time for Radioactive's your neck in the housework and the kids are getting on your nerves, then this is what you need. Ow! 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 <laughs> Wilson's cricket bat. <laughs> Keeps them quiet. Hello, honest Ron here. Thinking of going away, worried about leaving the house dirty, then get in touch with me and I'll clean it out for you. You don't even have to phone. As long as we know you've gone, we'll be round. And we'll also check to see that the house is locked up. Worried you may have left the window open? Then stop worrying, because that's where we come in. <laughs> when you return, you'll be amazed by the results that just five out-of-work jockeys can achieve. Here's what my brother-in-law says. Well, Ron, as you know, I went off for a week for me Norka, and yeah. unbeknownst to me, your cleaning service did me ass over. Yeah, and when, when you come back, could you spot a single bit of dirt on your carpets? No, honest, Ron. Honest, Ron, that's good, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, sorry, honest, Ron, I can safely say I couldn't find a single bit of dirt on any piece of carpet. In fact, I couldn't find a single piece of carpet either. <laughs> no dirt, no dust, no furniture. Honest runs for the most thorough clean-out you'll ever get. Honest run, honest run, the others are a con. Hello, Mary. Hello, June. <laughs> How was your holiday, Mary? Oh, it was lovely, June. <laughs> but there was so much food I put on lots of weight. Why is that, Mary? 
because I ate too much tuna. <laughs> oh, yes. You want to try Slimbo. Slimbo? Yes. Slimbo tablets cut down your appetite in a safe and medically controlled way. How do you know all that, June? It says it on the packet. <laughs> Slimbo, when you really need to slim. Well, you finally got your man, Mary. Yes, June. Thanks to Slimbo, eh, Mary? What? Thanks to Slimbo. No, he got me up the spout and Dad threatened to beat him up. Radioactive. While we're waiting for Nigel to regain consciousness, here's another chance to hear something you may have heard earlier on this evening. And it's an interview by Mike Flex at the Goodwood Racecourse. Well, a popular face around this racecourse has always been that of Terry O'Connor, one of Britain's top horse owners and indeed horse trainers. Terry, welcome. Thank you very much, Michael. Terry, I don't think I'd be exaggerating if I said you've bred some of the top race horses in recent history. No, that I have, Michael, yes. Now, what is it exactly that, uh, that really makes a champion? What would you say was the secret ingredient? Well, it's difficult to be sure, to be sure. <laughs> well, take your most successful horse at the moment, Big Willie. Ah, uh, well... Big Willie. Well, the great thing about Big Willie, Michael, as you can see, is that he has this great enthusiasm for racing. He's uh -huh. named after me great Uncle Bill, you know, who was an athlete. Well, there are some interesting stories behind uh, quite a few of your horses' names, I believe. That's right. I'm thinking particularly of your 1977 derby winner, Stiff Member. Oh, Stiffy! <laughs> Stiffy, is that what you call him? Now, she was named... She? Uh, uh, no, not she, the other one. Uh, he. Uh, that's the one. Uh -huh. Now, he was named after the founder member of this very racecourse who died unexpectedly and whose corpse has been immortalised in the name of that horse. Stiff member. That's right. I see. Well, a lot of people, of course, see the name simply being gratuitously rude, don't they? That's right, Mike. And I think all it shows is how depraved some people's minds are. Yes, indeed. It's mm. a sign of the times, Michael. Yes. Well, anyway, to this afternoon's race and the debut for the latest product from your stables... Private parts. Mm. <laughs> now, that must have caused a bit of a stir. Yes, well, now, as I've explained to the club here, Michael, Private Parts was named after an old army friend of mine. I see. Simon Parts, his name was. And he was a private in the war? Uh, no, he was a colonel. <laughs> oh. But he had the most enormous Private Parts you ever saw. This is an SOS message for Michael John Ridley. Michael John Ridley, aged 17 years, was last seen leaving his parents' house in Shellgate Road, Coventry, at 6pm on Saturday. He was carrying a tin of glue, half-sniffed, and a brown leather wallet belonging to his father. He's six foot four inches tall, with a shaved head and a three-inch knife scar on his right cheek. Michael... Your parents are terribly worried. Please ring them and reassure them that you're never going back home. And now on Radioactive, it's time for our weekly Playhouse presentation. This week, an extract from Return to Slovenly Manor, an Edwardian drawing room drama, in which Sir John Pynne plays Gerald, Sir Gerald Pynne plays John, and Radioactive Studio 4 plays the drawing room.
Gerald, come hither. I wish to speak with you, my son. What is it, father? It concerns your Aunt Alice, son. I didn't know I had an Aunt Alice, son, father. Your Aunt Alice, boy. Oh, how is Aunt Alice, father? Aunt Alice's father is dead. He died several years ago. <laughs> I thought you knew that. Yes, father, but how is Aunt Alice? The news is that she is not so well. Not so well as her father? <laughs> no, boy, she is in better health than her father. Oh, Joy, what gladsome news. No, boy, the news is... The news is not so gladsome, for she is not so well. Ah, not so well. Indeed. Uh, then what ails her father? Her father is dead. I have just said this. <laughs> no, no, what ails Aunt Alice's father? It is said she has an illness. How so? How so? How so this illness? How so this illness? What are you talking about? This, this illness, what is it? Why, it is when the body suffers from a disease of some sort. Men, <laughs> men call it illness. But what is this illness that ails Aunt Alice's father? The illness that ails Aunt Alice's father is death, as I have already said. <laughs> and Aunt Alice? The illness which Aunt Alice has is unknown. Ah, uh, then I must leave you, father. But what about Aunt Gladys? What? <laughs> Your Aunt Gladys, too, is ill. And what is the matter with Aunt Gladys' father? Nothing. He's very well. Oh, shut up. It's the radioactive rock roundup. And the big news this week concerns Mark Goldman, the voice behind Soft Cell. Mark is leaving Soft Cell to take up a new career. Music. <laughs> the major release this week is the Live at Wembley double album recorded at Wembley Stadium earlier this year at the joint concert given by the Rolling Stones, Simon and Garfunkel and the Pope. With me to discuss the album is the Bishop of Wembley, the very Reverend John Walsh. Hi. Uh, Bishop. <laughs> Bishop, do you think singing rock and roll music is a suitable occupation for a sacred man? He may be sacred, he may be over 60, but to my mind, Mick Jagger's still the greatest. <laughs> uh, no, I meant the Pope. Oh, he's still got a long way to go before he's as good as Jagger. Let's face it, eh? the Pope's version of Honky Tonk Woman is a disaster. Why? Well, it just doesn't seem to work in Latin. Ah, what about, what about satisfaction? Oh, that's much better. I think, I think he really makes the song his own by changing the lyric. Mm -hmm. I can't get no contraception. And a quick news flash from Scotland Yard. Uh, the man who robbed a painting from Downing Street and gave the money he made from its sale to a Jimmy Savile charity appeal uh, claimed today that he was a 20th century Robin Hood. He said in court, I stole from the bitch and gave to the boar. <laughs> the trial continues tomorrow. Right now on Radioactive, as part of our drive to help the unemployed, we're offering Roger Tatworth, an unemployed actor, a minute of airtime completely free. So, Roger, off you go. Thank you. My name is Roger Tatworth, and I am an actor. I left drama school five years ago, and since then I have been unemployed. The reasons for this are not... <laughs> entirely clear and obviously it is very d d d d d d d d depressing indeed this is the reason I'm making this appeal to directors of plays to cast me I was part of a 
generation of drama school students, uh, taken on the wave of enthusiasm after I... Claudius. <laughs> Everyone in my year had a stutter. Uh, nevertheless, I am an actor. Uh, I never could be anything else. And I stand naked before the world, and I say, I am an act... I am an act... I am someone who appears in plays. <laughs> so, I hope this appeal will not be in vain. And to those directors and producers who say that an actor with a stutter is like a brain surgeon with the shakes, I say... Sh 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 Radio Should you reconsider, I'd be most grateful. Thank you. <laughs> You're listening to Radioactive, The Nigel Pry Show. The Nigel Pry Show. Uh, it's time now for our weekly phone-in, dealing this week with legal problems, as we examine it in particular, claims that it's impossible for an ordinary citizen to get anywhere in the courts today, and that legal aid is just a fizzy drink for lawyers. <laughs> in the studio with me is our guest, Mr. Jonathan Johns, a top city lawyer. Good, Good evening. evening. Good evening. Good evening. So if you, if you have any questions on legal matters, why not give us a ring on this number? 485-6242. I'll just repeat that. O double one, O one, O O. O double O one, O. And while we're waiting Nine. for... <laughs> and uh, while we're waiting for the first call, we'll take a break. And now, radioactive present... Commercial time. Hello, Harry. Hello, Derek. I like your suit, Harry. Thanks, Derek. It's a lightweight cotton summer suit, only 49 pounds at the Martins of Bond Street sale. I expect they've got hundreds of great menswear bargains at fantastically reduced prices in the Martins of Bond Street sale. They certainly have, but I should hurry the Martins of Bond Street sale in Saturday. Sorry, Harry. Mustache. Where are you going? The Martin of Bond Street sale. <laughs> See you there. But you've already been to the Martins of Bond Street sale, Harry. Right. And now I'm going back to the Martins of Bond Street sale for another great menswear bargain. You better hurry. The Martins of Bond Street sale ends Saturday. <laughs> I know. I told you the Martins of Bond Street sale ends Saturday. Did you? Yeah, I'm so excited by the thought of hundreds of great menswear bargains at fantastically reduced prices at the Martins of Bond Street sale, which ends Saturday, that I instantly forget what people say to me. Not <laughs> just don't forget the Martins of Bond Street sale, which ends on Saturday. I won't. The Martins of Bond Street sale, which ends on Saturday. Yes, Saturday. Harry. Yes. Today's Sunday. Bugger! <laughs> be the same after you've seen the basement <laughs> where nightmares in the basement begins the most terrifying motion picture experience of all time 
You'll never be the same after you've seen The Basement. <laughs> the motion picture guaranteed to make your voice go deeper. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I saw The Basement. And my voice is deeper than it's ever been before. The basement did it to me. The basement will do it to you. It's true. I saw the basement with him. And my voice is deeper than it's ever been before. I don't mind, but I'm his mother. Welcome back. You're listening to Radioactive's weekly phone-in. This week uh, we're asking you to ring in uh, with your legal problems. Um, uh, we, don't, we don't, in fact, have any calls through uh, as yet, so, so just while we're waiting for that, um, uh, a few words from our legal expert? Uh, good evening. Great. Um, so, so, Mr. Johns, um, how, uh, how, um, how important is law, do you think, exactly? Um, uh, very important, I'd say. Good. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, I hear on my headphones that um, uh, we still don't have anyone on the line as yet, so, uh, Mr. Johns, very briefly, uh, while we're waiting for that, um, the... Uh, uh, the value of human life? Uh, very great. Yes. Good, excellent. Well, uh, I understand there's someone on the line now. Uh, no, sorry, there's no one on the line. I got that wrong. Uh, excellent. So, uh, Mr. Johns, where, um, where, uh, where do you go for your holidays this year? Um, Ibiza. Ibiza, good, mm. good. And, uh, and, and is, is there much law there? Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Good. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and what was the weather like? Yeah, very nice. Very Excellent. Nice. Well, uh, we're still waiting presently for the first call to come in for our legal expert to answer. Our legal expert, Mr. Johnson Johns, that is. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. And, uh, <laughs> excellent. So, Mr. Johns, uh, how, would, uh, how, would, how, would, uh, how would you like a biscuit? Ah, thank you. Uh, I noticed you went for the custard cream. Is that a particular favourite of yours? <laughs> no, not especially. Not especially. Excellent. So, uh, how's your wife? Oh, uh, I believe we have a first caller on the line, actually, and it's uh, Mr. Peters of uh, Notting Hill Gate. Hello, Mr. Peters. What's your question for our legal expert? I was just wondering if Mr. Johns has always been fond of custard creams. <laughs> Have you always been fond of custard creams, Mr. Johns? Um, no, it was just the nearest one. Right, uh, so, Mr. Peters, Mr. Johns says that the custard cream is not a particular favourite of his, it was just the nearest one. Does that answer your question? Uh, yes, thank you. Good. Uh, do you have any other questions for our expert, Mr. Peters? Uh, no, thank you. No legal queries of any kind? No. Right, good. Well, uh, <laughs> well there don't appear to be any other callers on the line still, so, uh, Mr. Johns, um... Uh, have another biscuit. Thank you. And next week, Mike Channel will be back answering your calls on the problem of deafness. So he'll be asking any deafnessness to ring up and discuss their problems at the same time next week. But now we turn our attention to music, and in particular, the wacky, zany, fun-loving, mad-cat group, Mindless. 
Lots of fun and lots of noise, lots of bouncing, lots of toys, lots of drums and lots of bells, sounding like a carousel. Spinning round and round and round, we love jumping up and down, we all live in Camden Town, take our baggy trousers down. We're all bleeding mate, like George III but twice as bad, we're a wacky bunch, permanently out to lunch, we're not stoned or pissed. We naturally just ran a twist I once killed me dead Because I was made <laughs> I write songs and I write lines They all sound like nursery rhymes I like songs whose bass lines are Oomta, 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 oomta we like living where we do, mental homes are good for you. Mostly we like being made, straight jackets are all that bad. We're all bleeding mate, not Jeffrey Howe. We're not quite that bad. We're a zany nut, more often off our heads than not. I remember when my mother died when I was ten. I shot her through the head, because she was mad. <laughs> we all went to school. Specially approved And while we were there And our brains removed We're all bleeding fats That's why we wear these stupid hats You might think you're nuts But you're nothing like as nuts as us Last night matron said It's time that you was in your bed Hit her with an axe Because I am ass <laughs> Well, Mike Stand here with just a minute or so of the show left. I'm delighted to say that Nigel is now as well as he's ever going to be and is able to conduct Radioactive's first live exchange with Radio Rotterdam in Holland. Indeed, yes, as you say, Nigel Pry, well, and it's historic. Thank you, and here's the phone on this end as I speak, me, and on the other end in Rotterdam, Mike Van Storr. Hello, Mike. Yes, hello Nigel, this is Mike Van Stu into Rotterdam. Hello Mike, well an epic occasion, it's historic. If I can just say a little more perhaps then you can also, and for us too of course it's marvellous. <laughs> Sorry Nigel, I didn't quite catch that. Well it's literally here and over there where you are, the first and many all around us here are studio technicians, flashing lights, and over there I'm sure the same but also different. <laughs> Nigel, I think there's something wrong with the line. Well, it's Rotterdam jumbling now, perhaps so maybe if as I speak I switch these wires, then... <laughs> Once again, big flash, loud bang, Nigel Pry completely live again, all gone. <laughs> Starring Helen Atkinson Wood, Angus Deaton, Michael Fenton Stevens, Jeffrey Perkins, and Philip Pope. Music was by Philip Pope. The program was written by Angus Deaton and Jeffrey Perkins, with additional material from John Cantor, Richard Curtis, and the producer, Jimmy Malville.